Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Consultants Conversations. Today we're joined by Peter Crew-Brown from Pair Planning and he's going to be talking to us about business and strategic planning. Thanks for joining us today, Peter. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, what can you tell us and our listeners about you know, the importance of, of putting a plan in place for your business and why it's something that business owners really need to keep top of mind? Thank you, Andy. Well, um, a very well-known American baseball co- coach by the name of Yogi Berra um, had a saying... If you uh, don't know where you're going, how will you know when you get there? And um, I think that very much applies to businesses. Um, A lot of businesses um, typically just get their heads deep into the day-to-day. They become the technicians and they spend little time on the strategic part of their business. And then they're surprised when their business limps along with no clear direction. So the whole kind of, you know, if you uh, fail to plan, you you plan to fail kind of thing. Exactly right. So what is it that we can... What are the basics? How do if I'm, I'm? Let's just take an example. I'm just starting out in my business. What's the first thing I should be doing in terms of planning? Um, Andy, I think that's a really good question. There's a lot of businesses that I believe are intimidated by the idea of a business plan. Um, the name in, uh, conjures up a, a voluminous document of maybe ten pages or more, and uh, clearly that takes time to put together. And then once you've got the document, it's executing against something that's got a lot of detail. So I'm a great believer in the concept of um, strategy on a page. Um, I actually call it SOAP, uh, which is the acronym. And it really is a one-page document which summarizes the big picture stuff, the why, um, the how, and, um, and then also the objectives for the next 12 months. And it's all, because it's on one page, it's very easy to uh, use as a reference through the year. And I think a business plan is only as good as the execution. And um, if you can do it in a, in a way that the document is easy to reference and you've got the important stuff on there, the execution is more likely to happen. Okay, great. So we've, got our, we've, got our, we've worked on our strategy on a page. We've used presumably a sensible font size, so we haven't yes. squeezed too much onto one page. Presumably writing it isn't enough. What is it we need to do once we've got that plan in place? We've written down our strategy on a page. Now we... So I would say that the first step after doing a strategy on the page is to align that to the KPIs of all of the key staff in the business, preferably all of the staff, but certainly starting with executive, to make sure, and the term I use, that the priorities of the business cascade down into the priorities for um, the key members of the staff, and that there's accountability for each one of the priorities in the organisation. and that there aren't gaps about who's going to be doing key things um, contained in the, in the strategy document. And how often should we be kind of checking back to make sure we're on track? Because I know quite often we put kind of things like this in place and then we, we put them in a drawer and then we just completely forget about them. So how do we kind of stop that happening and how often should we be kind of looking back to it? Um, Andy, again, um, I think that's a very relevant question um, because unless there's a process for checking in, the likelihood that anything gets done is quite remote. Um, I, I would say that there's essentially two, um, if you like, types of meetings that I would encourage. First of all, once you've created a strategy on a page and the last component of the document that I help clients with uh, is the priorities, you really need to break that down into bite-sized chunks. And the way um, I do that with people I work with is creating uh, a 90-day plan every calendar quarter. So if you like, in the two weeks leading up to a quarter, a new quarter starting, um, I work with them in creating, um, again, a one-page 90-day plan document, which summarizes, 
Ideally, no more than two, and one is actually enough. Key priority, and that priority then is supported by the projects to um, execute on that priority. And then there's the detailed action plan, which is the who, the what, and the when. So that's the first doc, um, meeting, if you like, quarterly meetings, just to establish that. But I would say if your business is serious about strategic planning, you need to have at least monthly meetings. And a lot of companies have advisory board meetings. Um, advisory board meetings are, for those of you who don't know, are not dissimilar to a board of directors meeting, but the people in the meeting are not directors of the company. And at that meeting, one of the key uh, agenda items should be progress against the strategic plan, but more specifically against the 90-day plan. So that's a monthly meeting as part of the advisory board, as well as the quarterly 90-day planning meeting. Okay, and we've talked about the need for a strategy, the need to kind of go action on it, but I mean, surely most businesses have a plan in place and are following it. Well, Andy, um, I have to disagree with you there. There's an organisation called BSTAR, an Australian um, research company that produce a SME report um, every year and the most recent report was put out in early 2018 and one of the things they identified in that report based on a survey of small businesses is that only 20% of small businesses have a plan so in fact um, companies that plan are very much in the minority. It's quite a scary statistic isn't it? It so, certainly is. And I mean how do you how do you make sure that you know Great, you, you, you've convinced me and probably everybody listening, we need to get a plan in place, we need to work on that, but how do we make sure that it's the plan that we put in place six months ago is still the plan we should be working on today? How do we make sure that it's evolving with the business? Um, yes, look, as part of this process of implementation, having allocated um, accountabilities to staff and having the regular meetings, the purpose of discussion um, around the progress on the strategy is very much about how have we gone against our strategy, and in particular the 90-day plan? And if we're missing it, is it because um, people don't have the capacity, or is it because that's impractical? And the idea is that it should be regarded as a living document. So you should be recalibrating regularly if um, your planning um, document is um, is impractical for whatever reason. So it is a living document, and um, it should be talked about often and adjusted as you go. Are there any kind of, you know, tangible benefits to, do, like they say, do companies with business plans do X better than ones without? Is there any kind of research out there on that? Um, Andy, there certainly is. Um, there's a fellow who I would say I'm somewhat of a disciple of, um, a fellow who's written a book called um, Scaling Up. And um, the, the, the author of the book, Vern Harnish, um, has quoted some statistics in the early part of the book and one of, or two of the statistics I recall at the top of my head that companies with a well-developed planning process will typically achieve a three times industry average profitability. And I think the number was a five times industry average cash, cash flow position. So um, I, I'm, I believe that it's a very credible source. And if, even if it's half right, it's substantially better than the other companies are doing. All right, great. Well, that's that's it's, it's been great so far. We're just going to wrap up now. Um, and just is there kind of one final thought, one final tip you'd like to leave the listeners with? Just one thing that kind of if you could action it straight after this, what should they go and do? I think the best thing that a client could do is to either buy the book or um, sign up to Audible and listen to 
the best business book I know, which is The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. It will stimulate the creative juices and get you thinking about not only working in the business, but certainly working on the business. All right, great. Well, thank you very much, Peter. It's been a great chat today, and thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, just carry on the conversation. Thank you. Thank you.